This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey... Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, Eddie, I got you. Here we are on a a gloomy Monday. I haven't said this in a long time. A gloomy Monday. What's up, Al? Oh, hi there, Jerry. I uh, got an interesting phone call this morning on the uh, call-in lines. Oh. <clears throat> Do you remember a uh, number of years ago I was doing appearances at the Dodge dealership in Amityville? Yeah, I do remember that, yes. Uh, I forget the name of it for, for whatever reason. They were very nice. Amityville me. Dodge. No, it wasn't. A, what do you got there, Eddie? Security Dodge? Security Dodge. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I was doing appearances at Security Dodge <clears throat> on like the weekends, uh, maybe once a month for a couple months. They were very nice to me out there. One time when I was out there, a, a guy showed up, a, a grown man. It was harassing you, right? Yeah. So this was a guy who calls the radio station all the time. He calls the overnights mostly. He used to call Boomer and Cart many years ago. Okay. But he never had anything interesting to say. So I stopped putting him on. Right. And he used to call trying to do an impression of the Steinbrenner family. It was just not, it wasn't interesting. So I stopped putting him on. So then he started in the overnight calling and bad-mouthing me to whoever was on. And then one time I'm at this car dealership and he comes up to me. I didn't know it was him until I heard his voice. And he goes, "Eh, you think you're a tough guy, huh? So he says to me, (laughs) I'm like, I'm just trying to help sell a car, man. Yeah, I can't beat anybody up. And I know I could beat this guy up. Like he's older than me. Right. So I go, I go, yeah, go, you ain't going to do anything. Get lost. And then I told the security Dodge people, like, can, throw, can we throw this guy right. here? So they throw him out of here. That was years ago. Right, sure. That's probably seven, eight years ago. At least. Maybe more. So today I get a phone call on on the line, and it's him. But I didn't know it was him at first. He goes, uh, he goes, is this the, he goes, yeah, who am I speaking with? I said, well, who are you looking for? He goes, the Boomer and Geo producer. I go, that's me. He goes, he called me a uh, bagel bender. Which I guess... I have no idea what that means. I'm not sure what that means either. Okay. He goes, yeah, you bagel bender. He goes, uh, you going out to the Vegas Super Bowl? I'll see you out there. I'll come. Maybe I'll do something about that. Do something about what? Right, that's what I said. I said, do something about what? He goes, yeah, you'll see. I'll see you in Vegas. Now, I have this man's phone cell number that he called me from because we would call our ID. So I looked it up. I got a name. And then I also was like, you know what? I want to spam his phone. Oh, boy. Because I now have his phone number. Yes, you do. I could spam his phone. But you have to pay for it. 
because I did look up how do you spam people's phones. Other than just signing them up individually for things, oh. you, you can spam people. I didn't know that. Yeah, but you got to pay. And then all of a sudden, my credit card will be linked to this Every thing month. I paid. Yes. You know what I mean? I don't want to do that, but... You could pay, and it only costs like $9 for every 40 seconds they get a text message. Damn. A hundred of them. Oh, my God. I was like, I was thinking of doing it just because I got this guy's number now. I don't know. I thought you could do it for free. <laughs> I don't know. Back in the day, somebody got my old WNEW email address when I worked there. Someone I must have pissed off somewhere. Yeah. And they signed me up. Remember there was a website called ask.com? I do ask Jeeves, and then I went to ask. Yeah, then I yes. went to ask.com. And you could, back then, you could you could give them your email address and check off all the boxes of what you wanted information yeah, on. Yeah, sure. And somebody signed me up for everything. <laughs> so so my email was a day. hammered. That's funny. Every day. And I was like, oh, I need something like that to hammer this guy. <laughs> so I'm thinking about it. That sucks, though, that something from your past like that has jumped back into the, into the fold. <laughs> Punk. I mean, like, I wonder what about today made him go, hey, you remember that guy that... Uh, that right, I, well, why you bother him so much? Yeah, well, I, I mean, bother. Just because like, you didn't let him on, okay. I bother a bunch of the overnight callers. This is something I'll have to ask Sal about tomorrow. Like, the there's a handful of overnight callers that really dislike me. Well, they're probably callers you wouldn't put on. Right, that's true. And on the overnight, name, where are you from? What are you talking about? Yeah. Hold on. So you put them right through, right? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, for the most part. I loved the audio you had today of Danielle McCartney. I know you did. I could tell you liked it. Screaming at a she caller. She was genuinely ups, like, mad at him. Yeah, that's what I like. Like, when you can hear somebody genuinely break yeah. on the air, yeah. like we've heard. We've all... Like, uh, it wasn't fake. No, it wasn't fake. Mm -hmm. It was like some of the Sal stuff, not fake. No. No, Sal never is fake. Right. Never has been. Not fake. Geo the one time, not fake. Yeah. Like, those are the best. Yeah. No, when it's real. Someone reaches their breaking point on the radio. Yeah. Now, you want to control yourself, and I thought she did. Yeah, she did. But she certainly allowed herself to go a little bit, too, yeah. which was, I thought, a good thing. She did seem like she wanted to yell a curse word in the very beginning yes. when she went to yell. 100%. She stopped herself. She did stop herself, which was good. I, yes. I think she was going to say, you bleeping me. Yeah. That's what I think she was going to say. Right. So, yeah, it happens, you know. So, I'm getting a little concerned now. My John Mellencamp show is less than two weeks away, Jerry. Yeah. Is he sick? No, but he just canceled tonight's show in Albany. You're kidding me. Or tomorrow, it's tomorrow night's show in Albany. And not making it up. It's just to get your refunds at the... Well, the good news is you're going to see your alma mater. That's true. So it's not like this is a wasted trip. <laughs> you're going to see the beautiful sights of Indianapolis again yeah. in June. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to travel the highways of Indiana. Right. And you're going to get some great local food yeah, and drink. Mm-hmm. You'll go take some pictures at your place of, 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 of study. Right. And then you'll hop back on a plane and come home. And you'll feel all fulfilled with a wonderful trip to Indianapolis and Indiana for no reason other than a show you wanted to see got canceled. No, you can't. can't don't cancel on me, John Mellencamp. That would suck. That would really suck. It, would you just cancel the trip then? Probably. And take your refund? Yeah. And then go somewhere else. Are you a, an airline insurance guy? No. Yeah, me neither. I've never done that. I'm not an airline. I've also never guy. canceled airline tickets. Yeah, nor nor do I. Like I could probably get them changed for just like credit on the airline. Yeah, I mean you'll get you'll get beat a little bit financially. Like they do. Like you can change your tickets, but there are penalties involved. Oh, is that right? Oh, sure. Oh, oh. absolutely. Like they'll give you a credit. Like that's the only thing. 
There was one time, so I lied. There was one time that I canceled the flight, and it was to California. And I want to say the tickets were cheap, which is why we bought them. But I bought them without checking with Kim and the dates and work and everything. I want to say it was 260 round trip, which to me, going to San Francisco, that's cheap round trip. And I want to say we were given like a credit of like $96 a ticket. What? Yeah. So we lost like half the money. crap. But to me, the amount that I fly, I mean, for what they charge you, you know, $22 for insurance, you add it up. Right. I'm still well beyond positive. Yeah. Now, I don't know. uh, He still, he doesn't have that many more shows left to do. Okay. So... We will, uh, we will see what happens. Maybe they didn't sell. Maybe you know what? Maybe it didn't sell out in uh, Albany, and uh, he you needs think? a day off. I don't know. How would John Kruger Mellencamp not sell out? Not sure. Maybe the so tickets never, are expensive. First of all, I want to see: is he sick? Did you at least look that up? yet? No, I did not look that up. They gave no reason for the cancellation of the show. Oh, it pops right up. Laryngitis. For real? No. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. So remember, I said to you that I wanted to see Tears for Fears in Atlantic yeah. City next week. And Kim's not interested, so that's fine. So we're not going, no problem. How about the fact they're playing the garden? What? Tears for Fears is at Madison Square Garden. I don't believe that they could even come close to selling that out. First of all, now, what I don't know is, I don't know if they're an opening act or not. But when I put in, so I was looking for um, Tears for Fears, Madison... I just wanted to see, like, what events are going on in New York City over the next couple weeks. Yeah. That's it. So, yeah. Here we go. Uh, Tears for Fears, Madison Square Garden, June 26th. Huh. So, Ticketmaster would be the legit, right? That would be the legit places to go that aren't resales? Correct. I can't believe they're big enough to... I'm sure still popular enough to play Uh, the garden. There's a lot of seats available. Yeah. I mean, when... All right. So, if I go to... Wow, there's a ton of seats actually available. (laughs) They might want to cancel. (laughs) If I look, I'm looking at one, two, three, four, five. Oh, my God. Six, seven, eight. All right, I got to stop. These are full sections. The first nine sections said 100-plus tickets available. Yeah, that's not good. No. That's not good, Tears for Fears. They're going to move you to the small theater. Like And now, you know what? I'm clicking on, I'm actually clicking on the seat chart. Yeah. Holy crap, Al. Empty. Oh my God! All right. Well, they're they're not. Uh, I guess people don't want to go see Tears for Fears. Tickets are fifty bucks. Well, it's whoever booked that room is is to blame. This is a ama- there are there are more seats available and sold, and this concert is in less than two weeks. Yeah. Wow, that's embarrassing. It's gonna be embarrassing for them. You can't do that. No, I don't think you can, especially if you have smaller venue but especially you go from a packed crowd and i know it's only probably three thousand four thousand people but there's got to be a feel to a full stage and and then that that's gonna be cavernous as they right. say what was Very the guy cavernous. in 10 10 wins cavernous crack cavernous cracks yeah wow so uh where i park my car uh, at my oh park damn it tickets last two times too where i park my car in bradley beach i have an assigned parking spot yeah. And it happens to be near a tree that's like, you know, the trees shed these like weird hay looking needles. Yeah, yeah, sure. They're like needles but they look like hay. I understand. So they get on uh they get on my windshield and stuff and Yesterday when I was at Gina's house, I parked at Gina's house and I see that that these hay needles and they're kind of jammed in where my windshield goes. 
I go, you know what? I'm going to pop the hood. Let's see what's going on under here. Yeah. There were so many hay Under the hood? Under my hood. It looked like a nest, and it wasn't a nest. How weird. I know things do build nests under cars. Yeah. This was so much that I was actually surprised. And then I thought, you know, sometimes when I would drive on the road, like in a hot summer day, you see a car on fire. You're like, how the hell are cars catching on fire? That's how. This is how. Yeah. Dried out needles and, and heat. Yes. There was so much of it under, wow. uh, and I didn't even get all of it. I had all, like a half a, a trash bag of You're kidding needles me. under. I should have taken a picture. Damn. It was wild. So if you're in this situation, take a look under your hood. You never know what's going on. I actually look under the hood every couple of weeks. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to start doing this now, like just looking, like clean it out every week. Yes, I would think you're going to have to. If that's where your parking spot is, Yeah, that ain't going to change. Because some of the the needle type things were black. Wow. Like Charred. Charred. You're lucky you didn't have a fun engine fire. Yes. Very lucky. Damn, At dude. first, I was looking. I was like, what, did a rat or a squirrel make a nest here? No. That no. is bizarre, though, how those got in. Well, there's that. There is that. that you know, that I know. Opening, you but know? that many? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, very crazy. Yeah, I'm glad you're all right. Yes. Thank you, Jerry. Um, I felt a little emasculated this weekend also. Something that happened. There was a bird's nest high above on the side of Gina's house mm-hmm. that they were getting into the attic. Even. Yeah. So it, we had to come out. So Gina had this idea of squirting it with the hose and knock it off that way. Mm-hmm. That did not work. So then we were up hanging out the window upstairs with a broom trying well, to really get it. You really had some weekend. <laughs> yeah. This is what I did. So we're hitting it with the broom and it just is not, it is lodged in mm-hmm. there. Lodged it. I watch birds make a nest in front of my dining room window every yeah. year. It is amazing well, the, what goes into it. Right. What goes into it, what materials uh-huh. they find. They use everything. Plastic, yes. rope. And and what you're saying is the way they lodge the nest in between branches is incredible. Well, this is in her house. They lodged it in between the house and the one of the pipes, like the, out, no the, the drain pipes. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. lodged in yeah. there. And there was no birds in there at right. the time we were doing this. Right, no so the, birds were harmed. So the water, the spray didn't work. The spray broom didn't, didn't work, work. The broom didn't work. Da, 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 da. And we're on the side of the house where these neighbors are having a bar, small barbecue. <laughs> they're a little ways away, but they could definitely, they're laughing. They're, of course. And Gina's like, oh, I'm hopeful, I hope we're entertaining you as you're doing this. So they're still doing it. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Finally, a guy comes over. Not me. <laughs> a guy who was visiting the neighbor <laughs> who looked up to be in like his thirties. Yeah. He goes, You got if you got a ladder, I'll go up there and take it down. I'm ho- helping hold the ladder for another man. <laughs> he scaled right up that thing. Grabbed barefoot, it with his hands. Barefoot. Oh, barefoot. And he was too. he had a Yeah. It, it was not easy to come out of there. Right. But yeah. I had to do that. So That's embarrassing. That was a little Why did you go up there with the ladder? That's too high for me. Oh, okay. No, that, that makes sense. Yeah. I get it. I don't like heights either. I feel like to remind, I feel like I'm like, I'm just, thank you. I'm all, I'm 53. I can't be going up on ladders. Anymore. You're 53. You're not 83. Correct. But, but I also, I, the heights thing is fine. I get that. Yeah. I'm afraid don't of use heights. the age thing. Plus, 
this ladder did not feel very secure on this side of this house because yeah, it was going on uh, on like mulch. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And yet he had no problem going right up no, there. No, he went right up there. It's amazing what some guys will do. Yes. Like when I had those trees trimmed at the top where they t- they basically cut the top part of the tree off because I was worried about it falling over, watching a guy with those spiked shoes. Now, he had a protective harness and clip. I'm not saying he didn't. But there's still 50 feet in the air hanging on a branch. Yeah. With the spike. And you were the chainsaw. <laughs> yeah. There's it's some insane. guys. Right. And that, that guy's probably doing that every day. Every day. All multiple day long. times a day. Right. I mean, what the hell kind of insurance does that company have to have? Right. You're up there with a chainsaw. My God. Yeah, pretty nuts. And I do have to call them back, actually, because I want to do it with another couple of trees. But I, I don't want to watch. I don't want to see it. Yeah, very dangerous. Here, I'll pay you. Be done by the time I get home because right. I, I'm nervous. Yeah, show up here when I'm not here. Oh, my God. Yeah. Crazy. You yeah. ever watch that Mike Rowe Dirty Jobs? Uh, I'm aware of it. I haven't really seen it. Some of them are some of them are stupid. Some of them are really good, though. Like, you, you know, you see, like, coal miners. He goes down there with them for a week. Yeah. Like, you know, things like that. Um, I saw one with the sewer system. Yeah. Guys oh, working yeah. in the sewer system. For sure. I mean, all these different things that people do to make money is just, you know, tough right, stuff. very dangerous stuff. Yeah. And then, and then I laugh. Oh, well, we get paid to do this. <laughs> right. My God. Yeah, I saw there's a guy who every couple of months has to go up on this really high tower, like um, looks like an electrical tower, to, to change the batteries in the, oh, in the... In, in the, the beacon light? Yeah. Yeah, no thanks. I'll pass. Yeah. But they say the job pays $25,000 per... Not interested. Right. <laughs> I don't care. I'll be honest with you. I don't care if it's $250,000. Yeah. I'm not going up there. Yeah, I wouldn't have the ability. I would crap myself. Yeah, my body would freeze. Yes. Like that, I li- it, there are times I feel my body, when it's too high and I'm outside, like I get even remotely near the edge, even with a fence, like a, a rail. Like I can feel my legs freeze. Like I don't go any further. Like I can't. Right. That's why when we were up there on that, that glass rooftop with Jordan Davis. I was impressed. I know it's not stupid because I'm sure that glass is probably, you know, inches thick, but I was impressed that I was able to get close enough to look down. I do I hate I hate heights. Yeah, that was so high up there. It's a skyscraper yeah. in New York City. The eightieth floor, right? Something yeah, like that. Eighty third like floor. That. Yeah. I mean oof. What about on an airplane? Is that feels different to you? Doesn't phase me. Yeah, same here. I feel like I'm in a car. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't either. As terrifying as being on a plane can be, and it is sometimes. And when you have bad turbulence and bad weather and bad weather turbulence, it is frightening. I, I've had many, many flights like that, and yet I have no problem getting on a plane tomorrow. I just trust that your chances are still really, really good. Yes. But no, I don't know why. I, fly. I, I told you, actually, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a pilot. That was one of the things I thought before I realized broadcasting could actually be a career. I wanted to be a commercial pilot. I wanted to work for TWA, probably Continental, actually, at the time. Yeah. So, but that didn't happen. You could have been doing the announcements, sort of like broadcasting. I could have done that, sure. That's certainly possible. I could become a private pilot. Yes. But I never, like I said, once I realized broadcasting was a possibility, I never even thought about it again. Would you rather be a private pilot or a commercial pilot? Probably a commercial pilot. But I don't know. A private pilot might get paid 
better money. It depends on the jets you're flying to. I mean, some of them are so nice that you got to feel super safe on them, even though they're all part of the same. Like I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to fly one of these three seat planes. I don't know. No, I just yeah. feel like I don't have much chance. I, I know they do, but I wouldn't feel great about my chances in a storm. I don't know. But would you feel weird having everybody's life in your hands for like a, a plane that holds 300 people? I think that's a decision you make when you go for the training. I mean, you're responsible. Yeah, I mean, you're responsible for a lot of people for sure. You're not the only one. You're part of a team. Yes. But that that's the other weird thing just to think about. Okay, so next, is it next week? Yeah. Next week at the end of the week, I'm getting on a plane and going to Indianapolis yeah. from Newark. Yep. That plane will be packed. Yeah, and I have no idea why. Who the hell is going to Indiana? Right. In June. Yeah. I know. It's going to be crowded. I know it is. Well, so I booked I booked my flights to Texas for our trip at the end of July. The one flight going out there, I had a, no joke. I, I swear to God, I said to Kim, so last time we did a big, a longer flight. I don't mean Florida. Florida, what you sit wherever. It's two hours. It's not a big deal. The last longer flight we took was to Arizona. And I got us in first class going out there. Coming back, I couldn't, but it, well, whatever. But I felt pretty good. Yeah, whatever. I got the extra money. We'll do first class this time. So no joke, I said to Kim before I was doing the airfare on Friday or Thursday or Friday of just last week, I'm like, hey, if it's not crazy, I'm going to do, I'll do first class for us going. I don't know about coming back, uh, but definitely going down there. And she's like, oh, if you want to. I go to pick the seats. We're in like row 35. There's no seats. First class sold out. All the extra legroom seats and rows sold out. All the crappy rows sold out. I was lucky that I actually got two and two. I think we're in rows like 34 and 36. Yeah, it's like, what the hell? It is so strange to me how many people fly every day. Yeah. All over the place. Yes. Yeah. Like my, my buddy flies every week. I would say on average. Three flights a week, usually Monday morning. He uh, five a.m. between five a.m. and six a.m. He departs Newark for somewhere. He's there Monday and Tuesday for work. Then either Tuesday night or Wednesday morning flies to another location and then flies home Friday afternoon. And like his work week, there is usually two different cities every week. He has some weeks where he's home, but I would say out of fifty-two weeks out of the year, he flies thirty-five weeks, thirty-four weeks, and it's usually three flights a week. Yeah, and a lot of people do that. It's wild when you go through the airport and you're like, here's a flight to Pittsburgh, packed. Mm-hmm. Here's a trip. Someone's going to Missouri. Yeah. So strange. Like, I would think a flight to Indianapolis would be like, we run this flight once a week. Right. And it's not. It's not only now, it's not like going to Orlando, but even a flight like that, you can get multiple flights a day. Not, right. not 10. Right. But you get two or three options. Yeah. I know they have a. a yeah, I think they have a morning, midday, mm-hmm. and maybe an evening. And then you can include JFK and LaGuardia in that. And right. they have flights. And, and then other airports are also flying to Indianapolis. Yeah. Why? Numerous. Uh, why? Because millions of people fly every week. around. It's really something. It's like when you look at those uh, those things you'll see on the airplane when you're bored in the sea pocket, and you'll look and you might be on like a... Where all the lines are. Yeah. All the destinations. And that's daily. Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's one airline. Right. Yeah. Yep. The amount of airplanes in the sky is crazy. Well, that's why after 9-11, I remember some of the astronauts that were hovering in space and the satellite images were saying it's the most beautiful sky they had seen in decades because all flights were grounded. And it just looked, you know, pretty in the sky without 
all the all the all the planes flying all over the place. Speaking of travel, did you see a place I enjoyed a great deal when we went? We went to Punta Cana about five years ago. You see the U.S. Department of Travel has put out an alert. Don't go there right now. Really? Murders, kidnappings, all sorts of bad stuff going on in the Dominican Republic right now. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I saw they they issued the alert. I'll pull it up right now. Oh, my gosh. Imagine you have a trip booked there. Right. What do you do? Cana. Because it ain't cheap. Yeah. Uh, Dominican, here it is. U.S. Travel Alerts, Dominican Republic. E -e -e -e. Reissued with update. Here we go. I got to find it. State Department issues alert for Dominican Republic. This was three days ago. Um, they are warning travelers going there to exercise increased caution due to crime and safety concerns. It was placed under a level two warning out of four. Um Violent crime, including armed robbery, homicide, and sexual assault, is a concern. Oof. You know how bad it has to get for them to issue a warning? Yes, I, I know. Because a handful of incidents, they'd be like, well, these, who knows? Yeah. Scary. That and I scary. liked it when we went there. And I felt pretty good when we went there. We had the resort picked us up. Which resort? Do you remember? We went to the Hard Rock. Hard Rock, yeah. Which I thought was great. Um, so they picked us up, they were fully, and they told us what to look for so that we weren't duped into, so we looked for the, the, they gave us the guy's name, what his badge number was, what his placard would look like. And it was to a T. So it was great. We went there, we got in the car with the guy. It is a dicey ride because there are a couple of roads you're on where you're like, wow, like the poverty is just, it's sad. I don't, there's nothing it's, it's eye opening and it's horribly sad. And then you see some guys on motorcycles, and you're thinking, oh, are they carrying guns? And So we got to the resort. Everything was great. Once you're in there, you feel pretty good, and then you got to get back to the airport, and you're driving the same roads. I don't know. that I loved it. I really did. We had a great time. I don't know that I would go back, though. Yeah, what's weird of that is, like, let's say, you know, you're doing everything the right way. What happens if that guy's car breaks now? Yeah, you're stuck. You're all just you're stuck in the middle of... Yeah. Disaster town. And we landed at night. Oof. Yeah, oof is right. Yes. Oof. -ah. I know. Crazy. A hoo -ah. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. Are uh, uh, you doing this tomorrow morning with Peter Schwartz? Peter Schwartz. Okay. Me and Peter Schwartz tomorrow morning. You and Sal in for Boomer and Geo. Sounds good to me. All right. So. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. 
Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Add WFAN to your contacts to talk New York sports with us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. We start a new week for you on a Monday, a summer week. 502, the Eddie Scazzeri. I don't know what the buzz is, but maybe we will get to that. And, of course, me, his name is Al Ron Dukes. At, well, I'll tell you this. This week was signified by John Sterling uh, taking one in the face. Ow, ow, ow. And that's the weekend the Mets and the Yankees had there, Al. Uh, they sure did, Jerry. Good one by you. Yeah, John Sterling took a foul ball off his face. A pop foul. Back here. Ow! 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 Poor guy. Ow! And we caught he it on was, video. Yeah, we caught it on video to the to the tune of 1.4 million views. <laughs> I was just looking. I know. One and point, he stayed there and finished the game. Yeah, 1.4 million people said, "I do want to see an 80 year old man take a foul ball off the face." Let me click on this. I will tell you, the audio is funnier than the video. Yes. The video. Eh, I mean, it's what it is. You got to you see it. It's fine. But the audio is funny just because he finishes. Yeah. And just, ow, ow, ow. Yes, it sounds like it's made up. Ow, ow, ow. But it was not made up. It was not made up. Uh, foul ball up there, and it I think it bounced off the desk, right, and then hit him in the face? <laughs> yes, it did. That's what I uh, found when I looked at the video. And then uh, and then Susan was down on the field, and I guess one of the players, I forget who it was, asked how John was doing. <laughs> he says he's doing all right. He's good, man. He, a, he was there last night. He had to put out a video saying he was okay because <laughs> people sure were very concerned. Well, as you said, he's not a young man. No, he's not. And when you just hear the audio, which is first what came out, you're thinking, did it hit him flush in the face? Yeah. Was it a line drive? Was it a pop? I told you I caught a foul ball in a sweet once. That thing, if that would hit me in the face, would have hurt. Absolutely. But it knocked a tooth out. Yeah. But there he was, He's the here. Iron Man himself. I finished the game, unlike some of these baseball players that take months off. Man, WFAN's got to be thrilled. They probably got their amount of views they needed for the month. Like they, I'm sure they have a quota like in the digital department. 1.4 million, huh? They got 1.4 million just for an old guy getting a Oof. foul ball off the face. They got to be like, yes. Do you think, so when that starts coming out, I, people started hitting me up with it immediately. Do you think Izzo and Gallo get together oh, on yeah. text and they're like super excited? Yeah, I bet there's an emergency meeting. We got to get this up right away. <laughs> How are you going to word it? You got to word it so it's provocative. Old man gets hit in the face with a foul ball. <laughs> yes, he does. Yeah. Happened. Now the 3 2 swung on, a pop foul back here. Ow! Ow! I, I'm just amazed he stayed there. I yeah, think it's I, great. If I was listening to that in my car, I was cruising around while listening to Yankee game and heard that, I would think he's on the yes on the floor. And he didn't flinch. Yeah. So good for him, really. Those digital guys have been walking around all cocky today. How are you guys doing? We got 1.4 <laughs> 1. 1. 4 million, 4 million. <laughs> One video. Right. What'd you two clowns do? <laughs> That's right. How was your warm-up show video? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 22,000? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sorry. 
I mean, how about this? Let me give you a buzz, no buzz, Oh, Jerry. buzz, no buzz. That's an early a, buzz, no buzz. Let me hit you with a Monday morning, 5.05 a.m. buzz. I like this. No buzz, No Jerry. buzz. I know where you're going. No buzz. Matter of fact, less than buzz. Buzz, no buzz, Jerry. Yeah. Subway no buzz. series. Because there's, no, there's no buzz about these teams right now. I'll give you another one. Yankees, Red Sox this weekend. No buzz. Zero buzz going into no. the series. Zero buzz that it was on Sunday Night Baseball. And now you got these two teams playing, too. You know... They're both nine and a half games out in their division. I, I did not know that. Nine and a half games out. Now, yeah. we're now in the middle part of June. I'm not saying both these teams, one of these teams, either of these teams can't make a run. I'm not saying that. But I will tell you, sitting here on June 12th, is that what it is? It is June the 12th, Jerry. It feels like El Stinko. And the Yankees aren't a bad team. They're still nine games over 500, but the Rays don't lose. And the Mets are a bad team right now. They're they're less than good. I mean, they're they're poor. So we're getting a Subway Series with no Aaron Judge, with no Pete Alonso, with the two Mets uh, big time pitchers sucking. But that's yes. But more than that, the Mets can't hit. Oh, they had what three hits yesterday? Yeah, they had three hits yesterday. Oh. I think the Yankees had three hits yesterday. So I saw on when I was watching the game. I guess it was the right after the Pirates took the lead. They scored their two runs in the fourth after the Mets took an, a, a very brief lead. Yeah. So I saw, I forget which company they used. Might have been FanDuel, might have been points, but I don't know who it was. But in SNY, they put up, hey, bet the Mets now. I'm thinking 2-1 on the fourth inning. It was like plus 300. I'm like, you know what? I'm doing that. So I went to BetMGM, and I did my little, uh, not much, 40 bucks to win. I think it was like 40 bucks to win 200. I, it was something like that, maybe 180. I'm like, pfft. Two one. All I could do is score two runs. The Pirates. I know the Pirates are not bad this year, but come on, they lost. You lost it. That was forty. Bucks you lost that up in smoke. Like they can't Boom. hit. Ugh. No, and that's the other thing. You got a Subway Series. Both teams coming in with three hits. Yesterday. Yeah, the Yankees pretty come pathetic on. too last night. Come I know. On. I know. I know. I know. And they, you know, they got decent pitching last night from Clark Schmidt. He was okay. The play by Glaber Torres was bad, which I'm sure you saw on the highlight package. Yeah. I don't know. I, he just wasn't looking at the ball. And it doesn't mean they lost because of that, but it certainly didn't help. Yeah, it was not a good look, Jerry. No. So uh, this buzz, no buzz. We're going with no buzz on this uh, None. Subway Series. It's at City Field. Though I do think Scherzer will pitch well. He pitches uh, tomorrow night. Like, yeah, game I think one. it's like a game he'll be jacked for. So no Mets or Yankees tonight. No. But Bernie Williams in studio today. Oh, yeah. Buzz, no buzz. Put you in a tough spot. <laughs> buzz, no buzz for me, Jerry, you're asking? No, for Bernie. As a guest, Buzz, we got Yankees Mets tomorrow. I'll, I'll let you handle that one. We'll <laughs> I go just buzz. said Buzz. Good job by you. There you go. Good job by you, Charlie. Right? you off no the line up. right there. <laughs> so, yeah, no games tonight. Yeah, so I also saw that uh, Steve Cohen did quite an extensive sit-down with uh, Joel Sherman. Are you asking me? Yeah. Yeah, Joel Sherman. Yeah. For some reason, as I started saying. What were you going to call him? As I started saying sure, I was I, I questioned myself. <laughs> it's Joel Sherman. Joel Schermacher. <laughs> no, Sherman. Joel Sherman. Not Schermacher. <laughs> and I guess uh, basically he said he's not going to get all crazy and start firing people. He's disappointed, like we're all disappointed. Yeah. But him getting all bent out of shape, Jerry, that's not going to solve any problems. I thought it was a – I understand the Met fan wanting him to start throwing tables. Yes. But I do think you look at the and uh, the money you're spending is absurd. I don't know what he's supposed to do. We're not past the trade deadline yet, 
So it's not like they're, I don't want to say they're not a finished product. They are out of spring training a finished product, but then you're going to make moves. The question is, can they stay relevant enough to get to the deadline to where they can make moves? I don't know what that answer is. And I also think one season, you know, my guess would be, if you listen to Steve Cohen for the last year or so, the end game has been, yes, win a World Series for sure. Um, Of course, that's why he spent all this money. But his end game has been, stockpile the farm system, build from within. Like, that's how you build a winning culture and a winning franchise. And if we can win now, that's the idea. Hmm. I think he really is looking three, four years down the road. I really think he's looking at Shohei Otani this offseason. So I don't know as much as they want to win in 20, what years is this, 23? 23. As much as they want to win this season, I really do think he's more big picture. I'm not blowing this team up right now. For what I think is going to be a perennial winner, maybe starting next year, the year after, where he's got a vision for what he wants the franchise to be. But he kept talking about the farm system and building from within, right? And he kept uh, relating it to his uh, uh, managing the stock portfolios or whatever the heck he does with with money and things and and building his financial teams that same way. But then isn't going after Otani the same thing he's doing now spending big money on guys that didn't come up through your forms yes yes and no i mean it is because you're going after the prized player but you're also trying to be good from within like there i've always said i've always believed there's got to be a balance between having your own guys and then supplementing with big time talent as opposed to building a team like use the washington then redskins as 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 an example they had years where they would outspend everybody and circumvent the the cap and just go sign every big name, and it never worked. It just doesn't. I don't know why teams don't mesh. There's no chemistry, whatever the case may be. Um, but I think part of that is there's no there's no structure. There's no no franchise building. So you're not wrong on what you're saying, but I think it's more about supplementing what you're trying to do internally as opposed to building from externally. That makes sense. It does make sense. He also seemed to be mainly blaming starting pitching. Well, it's been a big in problem. This article. But it, it's a collection of a lot of different things because when they pitch, they don't hit. When they hit, they don't pitch. But the pitching's been a fail. When you pay $80 million for two guys who, A, miss a month, and then, B, when they come back, aren't very good to get going, and then you finally get some good starts and they don't hit, it's, yeah, I mean, it's a culprit for sure, but it's everything. He was even sort of blaming the Mets' bullpen issues due to the starting pitching issues that when the starting, they don't go deep enough. Yeah, when the starting yeah. pitching stinks, then you exhaust the relievers, and then they stink. Like, all kidding aside, and I know the other night in Atlanta was one example for sure. The Mets are a few games under five hundred right now. How many games do you think, if Edwin Diaz was here, how many games do you think he'd even get, have gotten in this season? Not many of them. No, I mean, there's just not been many games where they've blown ninth-inning leads the Atlanta game, yes, that was a bad one for sure. But prior to that, it's almost as if you haven't needed them because they haven't been any good. So I agree. The bull, the, the starters have gone, even yesterday, Carlos, four into 80-something pitches in less than five innings. I mean, it's unacceptable. So they get swept by the Blue Jays. They get swept by the Braves. They lose two of three to the Pirates. Yeah. After, Jerry, we thought, you know, these Buck Showalter closed-door meetings – uh, on a Saturday, and then they get a win. Mm-hmm. And then they come back, and they can't hit. Yeah, that worked for. So how about this? Closed-door meeting every, every day. Yeah, right before every game, closed-door meeting. Uh, he just shuts the door, how, yells some stuff. How about this? Opens the door. They're not very good. 
What's the other problem? They are an average at best team. That's what they are. They've all, what, eight of nine now? Oh. Yeah, they've lost eight of nine. My God. And we got no buzz heading into the Subway Series. No, no. Unfortunately, this might be. Now, the Subway Series has been going on for 20-something years now. This might be the least amount of buzz going into a Subway Series I think we've ever had. Lowest buzz percentage, you're saying? Can you think of worse? Of a worse buzz? If I ask you right now, what the now, not in March or April, what is the expectation for you of the Mets right now for the rest of the season? Like I don't finish the year. Yeah, finish the season. <laughs> Play all 162 games. There is no expectation right now. They're not good. If I ask you right now, seriously, what do you think the expectation of the Yankees is right now? Because they are not on the same level of the Rays. They're not on the same level of the Rangers right now. Just two teams. They're behind the. I think they're behind. Are they behind Toronto now? I got to check. They're not. I think with both teams, you're hoping for a a wild a card. wild card berth. Hoping. Okay, you're hoping that they get a wild card spot. Correct. I don't even think about that for the Mets. To the Mets, I finish five hundred. I don't even know what to expect because they're not very good. The Yankees, I would agree, maybe a playoff team. But do you have any confidence that they're going to do anything in the postseason right no. now? And I know Judge isn't here, and Bader's not here. Fine. So, all right, those two things. Now they're playing Tuesday and Wednesday off bad weekends. Eh. Mm. I know we're supposed to pump it up, but if we're being honest with ourselves, there's just not much there. MLB should force Alonzo and Judge to play in the Subway Series. Get out there with your (laughs) wrist and your toe. (laughs) A little harder for Alonzo, I think, with with the wrist. Is it? <laughs> I think it is. To swing a bat? Yeah. With a ball coming at you at 100 miles an hour? Yes. A mm, little tougher. I can make the case that Judge could wrap his foot real tight, get out there, deal with the pain, and hit the ball. <laughs> yeah. Like, Judge, get out there in DH. We know your toe hurts. You're not going to have to play in the field. Come on. <laughs> We're asking you to run three times. Yeah. That's it. And three. if you hit home run, you could do jog around the bases. Right. Well, you you're not going to get... The two the two premier home run hitters will not be in this series. Let me ask you this, Jerry. So uh, these games, well, how big of a how many game series is this? Two, just the two game That's series. That's it. Just two. Do you what 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 type of crowd are you even expecting for this? Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know what the actual attendance will be. Yeah, I've got to think they're both sold out though. But you, so you think you turn this game on television? Oh, look, it's going to look nice. Yeah, no, it'll look good. Okay, it's still good. yeah. At the end of the day, it's still the Yankees and the Mets. Right, and, and casual fans go. that have no idea what's going on. Like, we'll still want to go. We're going to go see Aaron Judge and Pete Alonzo. We're going to the game tonight. Correct. <laughs> I mean, if I – so I always wonder. I I wouldn't go to StubHub or SeatGeek yeah. or Vivid Seats or anything like that, but I think if you go to Ticketmaster, I think the only tickets that will come up, I believe, will be secondary tickets, resales. Do you think there will be people going to this game thinking Aaron Judge and Pete Alonzo are playing? Yes, I do. Would those people be me if I didn't work here? Uh oh yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, I know you. I I do believe that even you will still watch the highlights from time to time. I watch all the highlights. You know, I've not missed a highlight package. I believe from that. Mets or Yankees this I, year. I do believe that. When, um, when I walk my dog at th- three in the morning on a Saturday, I go right to the highlight package with my coffee. I watch it, Jerry, as if I watch the game. Then I look at the box scores. Then I look at the total hits. According to Ticketmaster, this both games are sold out. All right. So righty. There is not one seat to be oh had. My goodness. Now, if you want, you can get tickets for the Cardinals. 
Mets Cardinals coming up this weekend, but you cannot get tickets for the Mets and Yankees. All right. Sold out. So I, it will look good. I'm repping my Mets today, Jerry, with my seven line property of shirt. I I understand. But uh, you go to the Mets Cardinals, not bad prices. How about that? How about that? The uh, Cardinals are having a bad. But see, that's another franchise that's used to, well, not another. There are franchises that's used to doing nothing but winning. Mm-hmm. The Cardinals have been bad too this year. They just win, baby. Ju- think like about right. Think about your teams right now. I would think you've got once again the Atlanta Braves, once again the Dodgers. The Pirates are still in first place in the Central. That's pretty wild. And in the American League, you're looking at the Rays and the Rangers and the Astros. Those are your top teams. Those are the big teams so far. All right. You think Fox is excited about this? Yeah, they're looking forward <laughs> to a big World Series. Maybe we get a Pirates Rays World Series. That'd be nice. <laughs> Quick break, 518. Just getting started on this Monday morning. Boomer and Geo coming up at 6 on The Fan. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Oh, that's my part. I was I was enjoying, I was enjoying the jingle. <laughs> Words never said before, unless you're Zach Martin. I was like, I was enjoying the jingle. <laughs> I was doing the jingle in my head, and I was like, all right, that's just the part where I'm hit by button. I tell you, I'm having one of those mornings too so far. Things are not clicking. The uh, synapses are not firing. No, 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 no. I was at the at my desk before. It was ten after four. I'm like, oh, I got to do eight eighty. <laughs> Oh, right. I was sitting there for 15 minutes just going over things. Like, Enjoying yourself. Oh, yeah. I got a little routine I got to get into. Yeah. You got to do your updates for a CBS 880. Uh, I did see in the Met game yesterday that uh, Andrew McCutcheon got hit number 2,000. 2,000. I thought the big deal was 3,000. Well, it is a big deal because fewer people have done that. Yeah, I just feel like, yeah, we're celebrating a little early. How many guys do you think, hits? how many people do you think have gotten 2,000 hits That's in a, the history of it's a baseball? Great question. So think about how many people have played. Okay. So I know we don't really count the 1800s. I get it. Yeah, I'm not counting. But that. but those numbers would count. So you're talking the 1870s or 1880s to 2023. It's 150 years, basically, of baseball. And you want to know how many people have reached 2,000 hits. Eddie, if you could approximate just quickly in your head, how many players would you say have come through? Just an approximate number. 40. 
40 people? Well, that's not many people over the last 150 years. No, he's saying how many players have played no, in How many Major people League have baseball? played Major League Baseball? Oh, my gosh. Um, Hundreds of thousands. Mm-hmm. Have to be. Think about guys that have come up. They played a week. You never see them again. Yeah, uh, maybe a little over 100,000. Okay, fine. Hun- let's just say 100,000 players. How many do you think have 2,000 hits? 500. No. 300. Nope. 250. I believe it's 291. 291? I believe that was the number that I That seems read. like a lot of people. That's not a lot of people. In, in 150 years? He's a compiler. Well, man. Compiler. Uh, no, Andrew McCutcheon's better than that. Andrew McCutcheon's a good player. Yeah, they were all excited that yeah. Andrew McCutcheon got 2,000 hits. Listen, I'd be thrilled if I... You get thrilled. Here's the big hits, Jerry. Hit number one and hit number 3,000. Those are the two celebratory hits you get. And if you hit a, hit a what game... What about 2,500? I think 2,000, 2,500, 3,000. I agree 1,500. Eh. But 1,000 to 2,000 is a big deal. All right. I all right, think. so then good for you, Andrew McCutcheon. You did 2,000 hits. And they were all excited that he did it as a pirate. Ooh, I'm a pirate, Jerry. He's uh, the fifth active player with 2,000 hits. Oh, so there's four other people could in the league. Could you name one of the – I could – it's funny. Looking at these, yeah. one immediately came to my head before I saw the list. The other three I probably wouldn't have thought of. Could you think of one? One other guy oh, currently other playing. Damn. Yeah. Man, it's got to be some old dude, Jerry. Well, yeah, that is true. got to be some old dude. And I'll give you a hint. He's over 3,000 hits. Wow. Yeah. Like Elvis Andrews has two thousand and twenty-seven hits. I would have never this even what I mean. Jerry, a million years thought of him. I don't know who is this player. Miguel Cabrera. Oh, okay, has oh. thirty-one hundred and ten hits. That's cool. The one I should have thought of, but I didn't. Joey Votto. He's been around a long time with the Reds. And Nelson Cruz. Who I got to be honest, I didn't realize he was still playing. He's like forty-two years old. He's still pumping out the hits. He's yeah. trying to get the three thousand. So pretty Jerry, wild. Yeah, this seems crazy to me. I just googled how many people have played Major League Baseball. Yeah, twenty thousand. That's it? Yes. Shocking. In 150 years. That's according right. to Major Google League Baseball all Google. I would have thought I would have thought well over 100,000 guys. I, I, Again, a guy comes up has an at bat. Yes, right. Interesting. Has like, a taste in the league. Like Moonlight Graham. Yep. Hugs that base. Yeah. Winks at a pitcher. Even still, 200 of 20,000 would be what percentage? Oh gosh. Is that Here's, .01? Stand by. Here's what we're saying. Andrew McCutcheon, a good for you. Yeah, 100% a good, good for you. A good for you. Absolutely. And this, his wife was there with the children. Yeah, it's great. Having a good time. They were wearing Andrew McCutcheon t-shirts. Oh, I hope so. Unless, yes. Otherwise, they'd be like Joe Flacco playing for the Jets, have his kids <laughs> there with <laughs> dolphin jerseys. <laughs> Almost 1%. Almost right, 1%. 1%. How many people do you think have 3,000 hits? 20. You're not far off. 27. 27 people. 27 people have 3,000 I know one of those hits. people is Jeets. Yeah, Jeets. Jeets, Ripken, Wade Boggs. Mm, let's see here. Probably Rod Carew. Rod Carew is there for sure. That's what I'm talking about, Jerry. Old school baseball in the house. Yeah, let's see here. I would Robin s- Yount. Mm, let's Man, see. Uh, so right Rose, Cobb, Aaron, Musial, and Speaker. All right, those are your top five. Fair enough. Uh, I love you how say? I forgot Pete Rose. Robin Yount. He's the hits leader. I know. I said in my head, I forgot. I didn't even think of him. Robin Yount, you are correct. Yeah. 3142. Yeah. Uh, who else did you say? I said Rod Carew, Robin Yount, Derek I, Jeter. Uh, does Jeter have 3,000? Yeah. 
He hit a home run on his 3,000th hit. Cal Ripken Jr. Cal Ripken, let's see. Yes, 3184. That dude was in every game, Jerry. I don't know if you know this. He played every game. Wade Boggs, 3,010. Ooh, he barely got in. He barely got in. That, that is correct. Clemente right at 3,000. Correct. 3,000 on the screws. That's kind of like, you know who doesn't have 3,000? Ken Griffey Jr. Ah, uh, he was always hurt. Yeah, but. <laughs> he in that sweet swing of his. <laughs> okay. Derek Jeter, 25-36, by the way. Oh, I thought Jeter hit number 3,000 for a home run. Unless this list is old, which is certainly possible. Very possible. Jeter, yeah, Jeter's 3,030 uh, home run. Michael <laughs> like, K called it. You might be right. I, don't I know. think I am right. Yeah, it's a whole list, Jerry. You're right. I have an old list. You are correct. You are very correct. All right, Jerry, let me get to something. You tell me whether this is a big deal or this is not a big okay, deal. Okay, big deal, not a big deal. Because I'm trying to find, Jerry, because I, I, I read multiple articles yes. on this topic. And when I read multiple articles, Jerry, okay. it's because something sounds... Fishy. All right. I see the headline that Saquon Barkley of oh, the New York fishy. Giants is going to consider sitting out the season a la Le'Veon Bell if he don't get a new deal done by July 17th. You know why this is not a big deal? Okay. Because on opening day, you know who's going to be playing for the Giants? Who? Saquon Barkley. He's not sitting out. Well, they also, and this is both like, I saw a New York Post article, so I saw local articles, yeah, yeah. and then I saw ESPN national article about this. Because he said everything's on the table. He's not sitting out. Right. They didn't say that the question wasn't in any of these articles. All they said is, uh, the article said, Saquon Barkley will consider not playing the season if he and the Giants don't come to a deal. Quote, and this is the quote from Saquon, that comes up in the conversation if something doesn't get done. But... There was no question that get, there was the quote after that statement. I would have to. I don't know what the question was to him. I would have to. Well, when just looking at the quote. Yeah. My guess would be that the question would be. Would you would sit you out? Contemplate not playing. Because that's what it sounds like he's referencing. So then he can't go. No, I'm definitely going to play because then he loses leverage. Absolutely. Right? But so he's this, not going to sit out. So this is not a big deal. Not, he's, no, I don't think it's. I mean. Not a big deal. I understand he's frustrated, and he should be. Yeah. But the running back position, whether you want to say is devalued, not as important, it's just, it's not. I mean, yeah. I hate to say it, but you don't see, I mean, look what the, the Vikings just got rid of Dalvin Cook on Friday. Dalvin Cook, he's 28 years old. <laughs> and they cut him. Yeah. And he'll go somewhere, and I think he'll be really good. But they feel pretty confident that the next few guys in line will have the same production. It's it sucks. It does, and I understand this whole franchise tag thing is is not the most perfect scenario for him. It's not like he's going broke, right? He would uh, make ten point one million. It sucks. I agree, but he's gonna make he's gonna make decent money this year. It's just not what he wants. I understand it. He's in a tough spot. Both sides are in a tough spot because I guarantee you the Giants want Saquon Barkley as much as he wants them. But financially, with the cap and with the way the running back position can be replaced, uh, yeah. Considering this is something that the NFL Players Association agreed to, which is the these uh, franchise yeah. tags, yep. you should be they sh- you shouldn't be allowed to sit out a season. Well, you can do whatever you want, just like you can decide not to come to work this week. You might get fired. You're certainly not going to get paid unless you call out sick. 
But if you basically say, I'm not working and you don't have a contract, oh, good stay home. You can do whatever you want. You know, I saw on my pay stub, I have 480 sick hours. I saw that too. Mine as well. We must have capped out. Yeah, I don't ever use them. Yeah. yeah that except is, when I had COVID. That's the cap. You cap out of 480 hours? Mm-hmm. That's a lot that's of weeks. Crazy. That's crazy. That, how many weeks is that? That's 12 weeks. 60 days. Right? 40 hours is a week. Yeah. So 10. So 12 weeks. 12 weeks. All right. So I'll see you in uh, October, which is pretty much what you're doing anyway. I'm not feeling good, Jerry. <laughs> I'm going to sit out for 12 weeks. Yeah. No, they're allowed to do it. They just, he won't get paid. I see. If that's if that's what that. he chooses to do, all be, power to him. But I don't think he's going to do that. No, I don't think he's going to do it. Either. It's, that's silly. I don't see it. I think Le'Veon Bell, even Le'Veon Bell now will tell you that was a dumb move. Well, his he career ended. Great. You want to do that? You want you want us to forget about you? But he also got paid, did he not? Le'Veon Bell? Yeah, I mean. Oh, he did when he came He back. did get right. paid by the Good Jets, point. but his career... His career with the Jets or his little tenure here with the Jets wasn't nearly as productive as he thought it might be. And that was kind of it. He fizzled out. That was the end of Le'Veon Bell. He did fizzle out. But he got paid. He getting pizzayed, Jerry. He did get paid. You got one more quick one? Pizzayed. I'll give you one more quick one here, Jerry. Let me see what I got here. Did you see Tom Brady and Mr. Beast get together? No, I saw it on the show. I know I love Mr. Beast. Yeah, I know you love uh, YouTube sensation Mr. Beast. Although we don't watch it anymore in the house. The bat bros have taken over. Um, But I do like Mr. Beast. So I didn't see the shit. I do plan to. So Mr. Beast, I guess, was doing a series of videos where he was uh, checking out people on yachts, like what the yacht life is like. And uh, he was on a yacht with Tom Brady. And Mr. Beast was flying a drone out in this ocean. And wanted to film Tom Brady throwing a football at this, what is it, the drone Mm -hmm. in the middle of the ocean. And Brady hit it on the first throw. (laughs) It was incredible. And Mark Davis called him immediately. (laughs) You sure you can't play this year? You got to think of the wind out in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. And you're... uh, How far? I didn't see it. How far was was the throw? Was it? It it was a decent throw. Yeah. It's tremendous. And he knocked the drone right out of the sky. Good for him. And they were all like, his kids were on the yacht, Tom Brady's kids. Yeah. And Tom Brady's daughter's like, you're not going to hit that. Like, that's how far away it was. He said, I'm probably not going to hit it. It's a drone in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> and there he is on his first throw. Bam. Right out of the sky. I think that now, are we sure it was the first? Yes. The he first said, try. Yes. Okay. Because he looked somewhat embarrassed. Like, Tom Brady actually looked like he thought, I'm going to whiff big time on this and look terrible right but i'm gonna do it anyway he nailed it yeah you know what i'm seeing i'm seeing it now that's a pretty good throw it reminded me of the time when gina bought a drone (laughs) a four hundred dollar drone yes and we flew it out over the ocean yeah from the beach and then flew it back and i said how'd that go for you i went good then i said i think you could go a little further out (laughs) and it went further out it hovered (laughs) And it dropped right into the ocean. <laughs> and that was it for the and that drone. That was it. That was that Saturday afternoon. <laughs> it washed up on shore smelling like an electrical fire. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. That sucks. That did suck. By the way, very impressive throw. It was. You he saw it, He hit right? the wing. Yeah. From far out. From far out. I would. On a I'd, boat. I would say that's at least a 30-yard throw. Yes, I would agree. Through the wind, over the ocean. Mm-hmm. And then who's it? His kid that jumps in the water to get it? Are you out of your mind? Was it, uh, or it might have been? One I don't of know Mr. who it was. I think it was one of Mr. Beast's Mr. Beast guys. Because then he had one of Mr. Beast guys on a uh, jet ski, 
and he and Brady threw it and hit him right in the chest. It bounced, <laughs> bounced right off the guy's chest. That's tremendous. All right, quick break. When we come back, we got more to do. Boomer and Geo. We'll get your Monday rolling for you at six on the fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. Coming up on a quarter to six. Great to have you with us on this Monday. Might actually see some rain. Holy crap. Coming up later today. Hope you had a nice weekend. Did you? Oh, yeah, Jerry. You know me. I'm uh, partying it up on the weekends. Where'd you party? At just uh, Gina's house. <laughs> Partied up. Grilled. Did some grilling, Jerry. Grill. You know what I call that? Grilling and chilling. There you go. As opposed to just the chilling you do during the week. Yeah, the chilling I do during the week. Uh, at Gina's house, grilling and chilling. So does that take away from the uh, the time out? Uh, of going out to restaurants? Yes. It does. Wow. Yeah. So no restaurants this weekend? No, I did go to restaurants this weekend, but I also did some chilling and grilling at home. You know, I got that part. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, some restaurants, some chilling and grilling. Yeah, good for you. Trying to eliminate the restaurants, but I do nothing else in my life, Jerry. I don't so know I have how to you go. do. Well, I mean, in fairness, you do have a big trip coming up. That's true. So I think if you wanted to just chill this weekend you're good i'm allowed to chill i think this weekend coming up you are allowed because the following weekend you got big trip i'm allowed to be grilling and chilling this big weekend. trip jerry aaron Rodgers' uh, tour of new york city's hotspots continues well the new york city area really we he's been everywhere as you know he went to taylor swift well now he went to go see ed sheeran this past uh week ed sheeran also played metlife stadium uh, not as hard to get a ticket to Ed Sheeran Ed as it Sheeran was. Ed Sheeran can play MetLife Stadium. MetLife I know Stadium. he's really popular, but Very, wow. Yeah. MetLife Stadium. Man. So Aaron Rodgers went there with his uh, Milwaukee girlfriend. That nice. uh, gal who's, uh, what is she, the daughter of the owner uh, of the Bucks? Uh, but he, isn't the guy who lives in Jersey, though? That I don't know. That's what I thought. Oh. I thought he was dating someone whose father lived in New Jersey. Oh, is that right? I thought that was part of the appeal of being here. Oh, see, I thought that was the girl that she Previous was, girl? He gets so many I don't know. dates. Jerry, I have no idea what's going on with this guy. Unlike you, I'm really not all that interested in his love life. Yeah. Well, see if he can throw touchdown passes. That is also key. I like that he's getting acclimated with MetLife Stadium already. Yeah. He knows what's going on out there. And the area. He's been to Broadway. No, like, he went, then he went to the Tony Awards. Oh, did he really? Good yeah. for him. Now that I would when think... When were they? This weekend? I guess they were last night. Okay. Now, that I would think you bring a girl date to. And instead, he brought the girl date to Ed Sheeran, took C.J. Uzmanzuna with him to uh, to the Tonys. C.J. Uzmanzona. Wow. His, uh, one of his targets, Jerry. We'll he'll just be, let that sit there. Okay. He'll be throwing two. So I wonder if Uzmanzuna Nuna uh, enjoyed oh, himself. C.J. Uzmanzuma. No, it's not. They looked like yeah, now he wore a tuxedo, CJ. Okay. Aaron Rodgers wore a cool looking um, uh, open shirt. Sleek. Sleek. Very sleek. Very sleek. So those guys hit up the Tony Awards. I mean, this guy. I mean, if you're Aaron Rodgers' personal assistant, he must just have you constantly calling. You think around. he's got a personal assistant? Yeah. He, like, how else does he go into the Tonys? I don't know. You think people reach out to the Jets? You think His somebody. Agent. Had, you, uh, okay. 
I was going to say, you think somebody at the Jets has like, to make that call for him? The agent did the contract. What else does he do? That's true. Get him his tickets. Right. Mr. Aaron Rodgers would love to go see the Tony Awards. Like he's making his agent rich. Well, he's beyond rich already, but he's making him richer. Good point. Very rich. He does work for him. I don't think you need to go hire an assistant as well, do you really? And he's like, who, well, who would Aaron Rodgers be bringing? He'll be bringing CJ Uzumunza. So have those tickets. I don't know how to spell that. Have tickets for those two fellas waiting. They'll show ID. They'll pick them up right into the Tonys. They'll go. And if they want to go see Ed Sheeran, they'll go see Ed Sheeran. Now, the real key, Jerry, to see if he's really embracing the area, well, will he go see Bruce Springsteen at MetLife Stadium? I think he will. But here's the thing. It's well, the, I don't know if he'll be in the area, though. Well, it's the last week leading into Labor Day. Oh, I thought he was the last week of July. Well, no, no he'd still be week. in the area, though, for training camp. Okay. But will Aaron Rodgers be so locked in to the Jets' playbook that he cannot go I, see Bruce Springsteen? Listen, I think you still get... That's what'd you say? That's Labor Day weekend. Yeah. Well, the week the week of Labor Day. Weekend. Okay. I I think you you're still before week one prep. You're probably right after the final preseason game, and you have that ten day window. Yeah. I go have fun. Let's it's, get him up there for glory days. It would be your last. It's probably the last thing he'll do before the season ends. Like yeah. that. Yes, he hundred percent should go. Now Ed Sheeran pulled that move that some people do when they play the football stadiums in America. They wear the jersey of the team mm. whose stadium is. Did he know where he was? Because I have seen acts sometimes say hello to the wrong city. Welcome Cleveland! Right. And you're in Detroit. Yeah, that does <laughs> not look good. But strangely enough, Jerry, he wore a Jets jersey, but he wore number five. Wasn't that the Mike White jer- Someone handed him a Mike White know, jersey? I have no idea. I don't know who does this for them. I don't know. I don't know. I once saw Barry Manilow wear a football jersey. Okay. Which one would which we wearing? I don't remember where this concert was on TV in the nineteen eighties that I saw this, but he 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 wore a, an ill fitting football jersey. An ill fitting. Yeah. He's not really a hey, doesn't he weigh like hundred and thirty pounds? Barry Manilow. How could it be ill fitting? Well, it's, I mean it's so gigantic on him because he's a He's a slim fella. Could you imagine like these guys, like Barry Manilow as mm-hmm. one, who's an older man now? So I had this idea. So I saw in Atlantic City, Gladys Knight is playing. Diana Ross is playing. Barry Manilow is on tour right now. Like I had an idea. We should all go see like legendary performers. Yeah. It could be their last one. We you don't never know. know. Gladys Knight, I believe, is 81. Do you? <laughs> I don't always say this to you, but... Do you think when she was recording Midnight Train to Georgia in a studio, however many years ago, 50 years ago, four, whatever it was, that in 2023, listen to this, she's in her 80s. She goes from Detroit. Well, first of all, she works, she does uh, two shows in Michigan, back-to-back nights. Back-to-back, back-to-back nights, nights, No one does that anymore when you're old. Then she takes a month off. She goes to someplace in Maryland on June 22nd. The next night on the 23rd, she's in Atlantic City. The next night on the 24th, she's in Syracuse. She's touring. She's in buses through the night at the age of 81 to get to the next show. I heard she takes the midnight train to Georgia, Jerry, to these shows. So she's <laughs> not on a idiot. bus. <laughs> you are such a jackass. <laughs> she does this. And then and then this is my last one. Then she goes July 14, 15, 16. Again, three days in a row. Niagara Falls, Springfield, Mass, Westbury, New York. So midnight train to Georgia, Academy bus, whatever the hell she's on. Like, she's traveling through the night still. She's living the tour life. That's, That's how insane. you do it. 
Man. In other Jets-related news, Jerry, Rob Sala f- just came right out and said that they do not want to be on hard knocks. I actually I think this would be fun for the fans. I, I think this is the right decision, though. I agree. You're already going to be a circus. You don't need this. You you don't need it. You're going to be on prime time six you know six different occasions, m- a multitude of national games. We'll see enough of the Jets. I, we right. don't need this. Uh, Rob Sala said, "Quote: I know there are several teams that would love to be on Hard Knocks. We're not one of them. Yeah, smart. So give it to one of those teams. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you could give it to a team like the Jets that are going to have the spotlight on them. The the league has like this would be great for the league. I agree." If Aaron Rodgers and the Jets make a real deep run, mm-hmm. so why screw that up by throwing cameras in there? You don't need it. You don't. There'll be enough cameras there. Yeah, you got it. Like the Detroit Lions was a perfect one a couple of years ago. You got to give it to like a team that's up and coming that's got a couple of like got a weird head coach, <laughs> like Rex back in the day. <laughs> yeah, like Rex yeah. is perfect. Dan Campbell, perfect. John Gruden. These are guys that are. So who would you great. say right now? We're taking the Jets out of the mix. Yeah. Who would you say is the team that's got the wacky's not the right word? Yeah, the most intriguing head coach that you would want to see. I can't even think of head coaches right now. I don't know because the only one that comes to mind, and not that he's wacky, just his voice is cool and his energy is great as McVeigh. But or how about this one, uh, McDaniel in Miami? That would be good. I'd be. I suppose. In that. Yeah, I suppose he's quirky. Yeah. We do know that. Plus, you got Tua. You got Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. That could be fun. That's a good one. I don't Didn't know they if they're... they make the playoffs? So does uh, that mean they're not eligible? I forget these rules. I know yeah, so many I rules. they're ineligible. They, like, knock so, it down to, like, two teams. There can't be many teams that no, are available. Right. Or at least, I shouldn't say that, many yeah. fun teams. Yeah, I would, li- I would like to see Mike How about McDaniel. the Broncos? Eh, I guess. I'm I don't know. Russell, Sean Payton. Russell Wilson's annoying. Doesn't interest me. It doesn't. No but then interest. Hard Knocks doesn't interest me anymore. Yeah. I, the first few times I thought it was phenomenal. Oh, tremendous. You know when I realized I was kind of done with it? When the Cowboys were on it and I lost interest two episodes in. Yeah. I'm like, eh. Right. There are certain years where it just has no buzz. No. And other years, like you said, with Rex Ryan, that was cool. Right. That was the that was uh, the Cromarty stuff. That yeah. was with from that show, yes, correct? where he was trying to name his children. Yes. Couldn't come up with all their names. That was funny. And Rex cursing <laughs> left and right. Yeah, Rex and looking for food all over the place. Meeting Darrell Reeves' agent at a random diner in the middle. That of That was nowhere. part of that series too. I think so. Was yeah. it really? Yeah. And that was what had to be what two thousand nine. When was that? We're talking. It's at least ten, fifteen years yes. ago. Think about that. And it doesn't seem to me when I think about Rex as the head coach of the Jets, I don't feel like it's that long ago. Right. And yet, it's a decade ago and more. And think of how many coaches we've had since then. I mean, Bowles was here for four years, four or three, whatever. But he was here a handful of years, and that feels long ago, longer than Rex. Yes. And who was the weirdo that they hired Adam for one Gaze. year? Adam Gaze. Him, with weird eyes. Right. Crazy eyes, Adam Gaze. That didn't go so good. No, it did not, Jerry. One year and out. All right, quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap it up. We'll get you to a Monday edition of the Boomer and Geo program right now on Odyssey Sports Minute. Amy Lawrence on the end. Nope, this is on tennis, actually. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. 
the superheroes of WFAN. Five minutes to go. Yankees did lose last night in 10 innings to the Red Sox. They dropped two of three, fall nine and a half out in the AL East. And the Mets lost again and again, did nothing offensively. They're nine and a half out in the NL East. Did you see this uh, videotape, Jerry, of uh, Connor McGregor, the MMA guy? And uh, he was at the Heat Nugget game in Miami. And I guess they had a, a skit planned where he was going to, like, punch the mascot. A Bernie is the mascot. He had, like, giant boxing gloves on. But I guess he, like, really drilled the guy, and the guy in the costume had to go to the hospital. Did the guy agree to this before it happened? They probably agreed to it. Did like, he sign was, anything? I don't know, but he probably agreed to, like, yeah, hey, he's going to, like, kind of fake punch you, he's and you're going to go down. man. But I was thinking, there's, like, a handful of guys that if you told me that they want to do a skit, I'd be like, I'm I out. wouldn't trust. Right. I agree. Conor McGregor's one. Yep. Mike Tyson I wouldn't trust still. Only because he's probably stronger than he thinks he is. Mm-hmm. So he break his face? Well, the guy did go to the hospital, and he's okay, I guess, but that's a lawsuit, Jerry. It could be, unless he signed. I'm a lawsuit. Still no coffee? Still no coffee? Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Where's Gallo? Oh, boy. I don't know. We have K-Cups? We have K-Cups, and he's on his way in. Actually, he might still be sleeping. Yeah, where, you know, it's the thing, Jerry. You get people used to free coffee, and then when the free coffee runs out, people are looking for the free coffee. I, yes, I understand. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? K-Cups. K-Cups. They're still here. Yeah. I'm trying to cut down on coffee. I'm going to move into back to one cup a day. I'm just, I usually I was doing three. I'm going to move one cup a day. One cup of coffee a day and only one visit to a restaurant a weekend now. Boy, your life's really <laughs> heading in the right direction. I mean, you were going to wither away to nothing at some point. No, no, no. I'm just saying I'm going one cup of coffee instead. So when you, when you grill and chill, yeah. like what else do you do? What do you mean? I like I have I well because going out to yeah. eat was your big thing. Like, right. all right, we got something going on. We're having dinner at five o'clock. We know we're four thirty. Right. Now you're not doing that, right? <laughs> Aside from walking the dog and then flipping the burgers or the steak, yeah, or chicken. I have a beer while I'm doing that, and then a lot of TV. No, or do you guys put... sit on the porch and just watch people. Neither Gina nor I have cable television of any sort, so there's no TV. Yeah, guys, we, we watch you guys people. like the honeymooners. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we do that. We watch people and then. Talk about them. Yeah. So you people watching. You That's how you spend your weekends. Yeah. Huh. So during the was it really nothing changes. During the week you you girl watch with, with binoculars and stare at girls in chikinis and, and thongs. And I research what jeans Bruce is wearing. Correct. Right? And on the weekends you just watch people and talk about them with her. Yes. Yeah. Sounds exciting. <laughs> I'd be like, I guess walk the dog again. Wow. I do that a lot. WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1. New York. Always live on the Free Odyssey app.